This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Podcast, the pod that delves into those frustrating moments with some well-known people. I'm Jim Daly, and Giles Paley Phillips is sitting to my left. <laughs> that was a weird intro, wasn't it? <laughs> I'm running out. Of no, I think that's good. I like keep yeah. it. Well, you are. I am sitting to your left. Yeah. yeah. In um, in this instance, but sometimes I'm sitting <laughs> on your right. Well, hey, that's just the beauty of life. Yeah, exactly. You know, the sometimes randomness on the left, of life. Sometimes on the right. Um, how are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm all right. Yeah, not too bad actually. I'm uh, quite busy. Yeah, uh, we both are. I think I feel like we all are, aren't we? Well, I don't. I'm not actually that busy. No, I have to say no. This is all I do. <laughs> I just turned up, and you're just still here. Yeah. <laughs> cool. And well, we've got we've got a great guest today. It's Dan Chewit. 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 I got it. So wrong. this is so, this wait, is an ongoing thing. We say this on the pod, don't yeah, we? Yeah, because um, poor Dan. He's going to be Daniel Chewit. No, oh, sorry, Dan. It's okay, Daniel Chewit. Yeah, Dan Yule. As we again we've discussed on the pod is um, a brilliant actor who's been in loads of big productions. He's in Game of Thrones. He's in Death of Stalin. Um, he's had roles in all sorts of different things. He pops up. He's one of those people you say, "Oh, yeah, I used to recognise him." Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then you go on the IMDb and yeah. Tra- oh, he was in this, and, yeah. this. Yeah. and he's recently been in the BBC's adaptation of Les Misérables. So yeah, he's done loads of cool stuff, yeah. and uh, he's my neighbour as well. Well, there you go. Yeah, so potentially the coolest thing of all. Well, he's a <laughs> or maybe not. And uh, he was very open on this pod, and I think we're going to delve straight into it because yeah. uh, we, we cover a range of subjects, really. Yeah, uh, and it's very interesting. So this is Dan Tewit. Tewit. Oh, I keep getting it wrong. Sorry, Dan. Tewit. Tewit. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm definite. Okay, cool. Uh, oh, this is Dan Tewit. Hey. Yeah. Yay! On the Blank Podcast. (laughs) 
Dan. Hello. How do you Dan or Daniel? Do you pre- oh, right. you prefer? Well, professionally, I'm Daniel, right. which I did for my mum. But by then, yeah. by the time I had to choose, everybody called me Dan. Okay. When I used to do sort of fill-in temping jobs, I used to I used to make that I used to introduce myself as Daniel to them. I don't know why, but it made a nice little separate world from my real world. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, because you do temping, you don't want any any of your actual world to encroach in that mm. yeah yeah so none of the pressures i don't want to be hitting targets if i'm doing you know i want to be doing telesales i did telesales for a while i thought i can't be doing that i can't well, i've got no headspace to be worrying about hitting my targets because my headspace is getting a job yeah. so i stopped doing that i started stuffing envelopes and things like that which i was very good at because i was quite you know erudite <laughs> <laughs> were you were you better at that because you were daniel or do you think do you think if you'd been dan you would have been even more dynamic no, I don't think no, so. I don't. Okay. Th- I think there's no correlation. <laughs> well, it's a nice idea. No, if you were James, well, but I have, Bailey. To, I have to be James. Some, well, I'm James Doordaily. Is my, my marriage? Of course, because you've taken yeah. your wife. But it's only on Facebook. Um, you won't use it on any other. Well, I will. <laughs> any other like social media Well, I put it on Facebook because it means people can't find me. So now, random Palace fans can't like because I get a lot of you requests abused, from random Palace fans. Not, <laughs> not sort of abuse. Well, yeah. You used to be Jim, and now you're no, Now, look, you've <laughs> changed. I find when I introduce myself to people, I've got, I realised this in the last couple of years, I've got a slight speech impediment, like sort of laziness around here somewhere, the mouth vicinity. So when I say Jim, people hear Kim. What? Yeah. I didn't. I, I thought it was Jim. You know what? Thank you, because they're about the first person in ages. They hear Kim, him? Kim. So I say Jim. But I think I'm saying that J. Oh, like King. King. Yeah. King. King. Like Jim. King. Jim. King. Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Him. How are you? Him. Uh, um, so I started saying James in, in oh, okay. because I, it's easier. Hames. But Hames <laughs> is a weird name. And they're like, Hames? <laughs> oh, God damn it. So, yeah. Dave. Yeah, Dave. yeah. yeah. yeah just change it. Well, I always change my name when I'm in Starbucks, you know, when they ask for your name. Do you actually I do that? I, well, when I... Why would I don't you go often to go Starbucks? To, well, I wouldn't choose to, but if you have to, there's no other franchise coffee shop nearby what's wrong with an independent <laughs> uh, it, or an independent um, I just mean if you're in like a services or something and it is uh, literally and, it. and there's nothing, no other option yeah. I wouldn't choose I to. actually have gone without in that. have you and Did it's you not th- because I protest against them as a company I just think it's awful coffee oh you don't like the coffee well I, I don't mind the coffee okay. I prefer Costa if I had to you know if I was going to choose mm. do you prefer do you not like Costa either or is it all franchise I coffee? can't no 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 no. a Pret for me if Pret, it's got okay, to be okay. franchise if not it's got to be Backers oh Ooh. Backers is very good which I think Backers, Backers is our local coffee oh okay right. so yeah which it's, I think is really yeah it does they get, they get Ethiopian coffee don't they it's Ooh. very nice coffee other coffee so, shops are available. It's not that... Um, but don't go not, to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's and not... I'm back if you want to sponsor the pod. It's not... Um, it's not quite up to those, those sort of monkey pooey kind of coffees that you can get. Do you know about those, Jim? No. But that almost sounds like a brand. So, though. no, so... They're in... I don't know where it is in the world because I'm geography dyslexic. Yeah. But there are these monkeys <laughs> that eat coffee beans. Oh, oh right, wow. yeah. and then okay. they, they digest them. They poo them out, and then you brew then, from and the you brew, and then you, you take the, you brew take, the, take, the stool. Yeah, basically, yeah, you take the the, the solid stool mass, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's really expensive coffee. You know, does it actually taste? Apparently, of, it tastes amazing. No, okay. It, apparently, it tastes it's like the best coffee in the world. But it's about oh, wow. we're would talking you, like you, eight or nine pounds a cup. 
I'd give it I'd give it one go and then see how it is. But it does sound like a little bit of a but you like a triumph. I know I had, yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd, I mean, I'd, I've never gone there. I've never seen it. No, I've yeah. never seen it. No, no. But it's about eight or I had nine heard pounds it. a cup. What? Which yeah. Is, which is a lot of money, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is, yeah. That's insane. I wonder if that would be in Norway, <laughs> where it's 11 wow. pounds for a pint in the yeah, airport. It would be about 20 pounds for a coffee. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd need to want it. Yeah, I'd savour it <laughs> as well. Anyway, sorry, we've we gone completely okay. off tangent. Um... First of all, your last name. How do I pronounce it properly? Tute. Tute. Yeah. Good. Okay. And Thanks for asking. Do you want to go with Dan or Daniel? Uh, well, let's go with Daniel. Okay. And then, and then at least we'll know who the, you are, those then. six people who have heard of me <laughs> will know what that is. Because, okay. I, yeah, I, I thought it was, I, don't know, I thought it was like, it could be Tewit. Yeah. Or, it, do people say that? Yeah, all yeah. kinds of things. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was probably, since you've asked, it was probably originally French. Yeah. Right. Would have been tweet, and then um, way back when, and then uh, my dad did a bit of research into this, and he believes that there was a nobleman who came over with William of Orange, was it, or William the Conqueror? Is it the same chap? I can tell you're very good with accents. <laughs> Are we? <laughs> and uh, and was rewarded for his part in the in the uh, conquering with oh. land in Ireland. Oh, so there's oh, okay. a couple of different clans of tute in Ireland. It was tute oh. in Ireland. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yes, yeah, yeah. We, we we think it's true. but actually I did it. You know, I get it all the time, of course. And if, well, choosing your professional name, it yeah. was it was a thing. And actually, I do have moments where I do think, well, I wonder how much difference that makes when your CV and your photo lands on the desk. People go, oh, I don't know how to say that, <laughs> and so yeah, and yeah. so they move on and give David Tennant a call instead. Or, or it's, <laughs> it's probably I just blaming you know my or it's inactivity. More memorable. You know, Maybe it's a, it's a different name that stands out. Yeah, there is that. So, so you know, who kn- who knows? But, um, yeah. Okay, should we do a little intro? Yeah, well, you're good at doing that, so you, you should do it, really. Am, am I, though? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, this is the Blank Podcast, and we have with us today a very renowned, established actor. He's a lovely man. It's Mr. Daniel Tute. Hello. Did Are I say it right? Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking if I had done that, I would have actually said the, the wrong way. Or said chew it or, <laughs> yeah. or tweet. Because we were literally just talking about it. Yeah. And then in my head, I was like, oh, How, what, was what, what was the right. answer? What was the answer? Yeah. <laughs> when, so when I won the under eight long jump championship of mid-Somerset, uh-huh. it would have been 1981, <laughs> I guess. And the wind was very uh, summarily taken out of my sails when they announced the winner over the PA through the field in Somerton. Because of the winner is Daniel. It sounded very much like, and in first place, Daniel Twat. <laughs> <laughs> oh can I say that on here? Yeah, you can. Yeah, so yeah. that was like, yeah, oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> that moment. I, that, that, who, oh, it wasn't oh, really. Yeah, yeah. Who was <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's that? With his long legs. I didn't want an opinion, I wanted by name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell, tell us about Somerset, actually, because you're from there, obviously. Yeah. I'm, yeah. What do you want to know about well, Somerset? So tell, tell me what it was like to grow up there. Well, it was. I really loved it. And I always said that I'd, whenever I got to the position where I didn't need to go into town, London town, for castings or whatever, and they'd just send me the script and ask me to do it, yeah. that I'd, be, I'd move back to Somerset and live in my little farmhouse and have a stream at the bottom of the garden. <laughs> Sounds glorious. Yes. But I it's not going to happen. Now, <laughs> this story, there we are. Yeah. But I loved it, and it, mm. um, it's it's quite it's one of those places where people th- have a people have a snap judgment about Somerset because the accent is inherently amusing. I think 
Yeah, because you don't seem to have had. Well, I've got. Well, I get it when it comes out when I'm drunk. Okay. <laughs> I have a couple of telltale vowels, which is I. <laughs> so okay. especially when I'm if I'm tired or drunk, I go I quite quite hard <laughs> I. And ah, so Dan and Dan. I'm Dan. <laughs> so that's what I was introducing I'm myself after a couple of beers. That would be, that's how you'd know. I'm Daniel Twat. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. So people think, you know, that inherently you're stupid. Mm. Uh, all the people in Somerset. Which yeah, of course yeah I think it's always been a very unfair kind of um, mm. stereotype. Yeah, well, it is, mm. of course. But, um, I mean, she probably has some stupid people, but no more than you well, know, anywhere Essex else. Yeah, or yeah. Northumberland, I wouldn't think. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I loved it. I was very lucky. Uh, my parents were very fine people, and my sister was very loving. And we were... I was just listening to um, the Two Shot podcast. Oh, yeah, on, yeah, on my yeah. way here, and they was just, it was talking with... Um, oh, I see. No, Sorry. Was it the most recent <laughs> the one? The most recent one. Sean Gibson. Sean Gibson. Yeah. And she was talking Sean. about her childhood. And so it's so funny was she was saying that she... She grew up in Wales, didn't she, I think? North Wales, yeah. yeah. And she had three older sisters. And she was saying that when she got to drama school and they were doing exercises where you had to really dredge up some really awful feelings, some you know, um, pain or whatever. And I remember doing similar exercises when I went to the drama school and just going, I haven't got anything. You know, we had to, we <laughs> yeah. had to concoct a solo story exercise where you could use all, all manner of different narrative techniques where you talk about it in the first person and the third person um, as a, when you're narrating something that's already occurred or you are then playing bits of it out and you try and make it an interesting piece of theatre. And I went to college with people who, you know, from very different background from mine very less affluent um parts of the country and, and and less affluent families and um some hard upbringings yeah. and some pretty shocking uh, and gritty tales and I, I can't think of anything like i've no idea what to do that's going to be interesting here you know and it mm. was um so how did, did yeah what how did you were channel? you yeah how did you go to well where did i go to yeah yeah well, the, the story that I retold was just was actually being caught smoking at school, which was an, uh, actually at the time was you know quite an event. But in the in the context of what had been <laughs> yeah. going on yeah, around yeah. me for yeah. the last two three weeks, it was just like I could just feel people going, "What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about?" And uh, you know, and of course, you, know, you try and you try and in, uh, um, really inhabit the the, the 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 shame and the and the shock and the oh my god what's everybody going to say my I'm going in such trouble kind of oh my the world my world's falling apart it's the worst thing that's ever happened to me <laughs> while you know that people are going what <laughs> you know it's quite hard to uh, to fully inhabit yeah that. did not hear my story a minute ago yeah. it's much worse yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. but then things life experiences are relative of course they are yeah. of course and but and. You know, you look back on that and you go, yeah, well, of course, that's perfectly legit. And that's, you know, I was very, aren't I very lucky to have, to have uh, had such a, you know, an easy mm. and pleasant childhood compared with an awful lot of people. And not even compared, you know, abs- in an absolute sense as well. Mm. But at the time, when you're, you know, 18, 19 and you've just left home for the first time and you're in, in, living in London and you grew up in the country and there's trying desperately to find your way in your own skin apart from anything else mm-hmm. that sort of thing can <laughs> slightly pull well, the rug out because you, you're tapping into a drama that you're maybe not used to that that actually would enhance you as an actor in a certain way I think it, it probably should have done Yeah, <laughs> I think is, is the truth yeah. and it probably didn't but okay yeah. there we are you know you yeah, yeah. can't 
always be your best, can you? Because like every job can't be the best job. No. And every bit you do can't be the be- best thing you've ever done either. So, uh, and, and there are lessons to be learned, and that's okay. And I think mm. it took me a long time to learn that lesson. But at the time, it was like, oh, dear. <laughs> yep, I've, I'm just a chap from the country. But everyone in that industry is learning those, trying to learn those things too and, and, and find their true self and what yeah. makes them. Yeah, know. yeah, of course, yeah. And that, that's what I think what I mean when I say I can see that now, mm-hmm. but at the time, so it's very much through, through a glass, you know, very focused in on, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I Actually, weirdly, I left, that, I left college an awful lot less confident in many aspects of myself and my... Uh, talent uh, or my skills than than when I got there which is a bit of a shame a bit of a counterproductive three years but I'm I'm, I know I wasn't alone in that either how old were you then when you left then 21 22 yeah 21 yeah because that's a weird age isn't it because when you're when you are that age you think I'm a a man I'm a grown-up you look back now at 21 and think you're just kids yeah yeah, you get you go through Brighton on the Freshers' Week, yeah. and you see them on the street. You think, "My God, yeah. you know, I wasn't that young when I went to yeah. college, was I?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And very it's a tricky time as well because you've come out, you've 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 chosen a, a vocation or a, a path for yourself, and then you come out and then you've got to actually do it. Yeah, yeah. And then it's that's the next challenge. Yeah, and that yeah. can be quite you know especially if it's not working I, mean, yeah. I don't know how it worked for you when you came out of college was it was it quite straightforward not never straightforward these things but did you did you start to find work I had a job in place before I left I was very lucky um and I remember thinking because you <laughs> spend quite a bit of time at drama school being told how hard it's going to be and yeah. then you get people actors in real life actors who come in to talk to you about how hard it's going to be and of course everybody sits there going well that ain't going to be me yeah because why would you entertain i mean of course you know intellectually you know that's going to be true you know it's going to be hard you know what the stats are you know that 90 percent of equity members are out of work at any one time or yeah. you know all that stuff but of course you can't really you can't entertain that particularly just as you're launching um you can't think well that's going to be me can you but um and so i'm sure we all just sat there going well okay for that. <laughs> whatever <laughs> yeah. um and then i got the and i had a job going to york theater Royal. we did cabaret and 12th night and that was in place before i left college so i was thinking well you know piece of i piece. am actually you know <laughs> i am the golden child yeah um and of course that didn't last very long at all um and i did i left college without an agent and I spent quite a lot of time out, out of work, as we all did. And yeah. some people went, I can't do this. And um, I always think that that was very, uh, in some ways, I think that's the bravest decision to say, that's not for me, I'm going to do something else. Mm-hmm. Um, and particularly as the later it gets, the less and less um, achievable that seems yeah. to me to be. Um, so to have done it when you were 22, just gone, just spent five, six months out of work and you go, actually, I can't live like that. And just go, so, well, uh, fine, I'll do something else and go off and do something else. I think it's great. I always had a slight problem in my own in- setup, which is that I w- didn't want to be conquered by the industry. Mm. Um, and so I, while I don't view anybody's, anybody's 
quitting as a failure because I, I you know I, I really genuinely don't I always feel like if I did then I would have failed yeah. and I don't know that's, that's a complete double standard and then <laughs> and, and probably not very healthy um, outlook at all but um, I don't I don't want to be beaten by it and even now when I have periods of of, of down time or you know not being employed or not getting meetings and it's, it just gets on top of me a bit and my wife who's extremely understanding and very very supportive says okay well what would you what would you do instead and I'd, ha- I'd hate you to get to the age of 80 and look back and think what a waste of time yeah. what a waste of time spent so much of my time being miserable because I wasn't working as much as I wanted to be or you know, I wasn't being appreciated or whatever. People couldn't see how brilliant I was or however, you know, whatever the slant on it is. But ultimately, she boils it straight down. She said, well, you get to the age of 80 and look back and go, that was stupid, what a waste of time. So I either have to en- enjoy it for what it is and yeah. invest in that and, you know, and surf that and ride it or go, forget this, I'm going to learn how to make guitars or, so, you know, whatever what it, it is. Be, yeah. um, and whenever... I'm faced with that stark reality. I mean, I love the idea of being able to just, you know, having a little workshop yeah. and getting up in the morning, having coffee, good breakfast, get the kids to school, whatever, and potter down the end of the garden and, you know, get my lathe out and or whatever, whatever it Daniel is. Daniel Day-Lewis style. I mean, he just goes off and becomes a cobbler for three years. Is that what he does? Shoes, is he? <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah. And, and fashion something from scratch. Yeah. So you're still getting to indulge that, whatever that creative need is that means you're in this position in the first place. Mm. Um, but there's no, there's no, nobody else is, until I suppose it's made and then either people buy it or they don't. Yeah. The, and in that moment you're there and you, that's your thing. It's you and your tools and your, uh, you know, the, the, your, um, your wood and whatever else is, your materials... And that, and that seems to me to be a very uh, wonderful uh, state to be in. I'm not sh- sure if I think it's really wonderful because I know that I would, it's very not me. Yeah, but yeah. there's something about that which I think is, you know, is really... It's like a, a dilic. Just yeah. strip everything yeah. else away yeah. and just go, right, this is it. You know, and then you come out after four or five months, however long it takes to do it properly, and you go, here's a beautiful thing I've made. Yeah. But you're still, <laughs> but you're still making beautiful things. You know, you're still doing that. You're, the projects you're involved in, the yeah, stuff, yeah, no, absolutely. Things, you still have this tangible thing to look back on at the end. Yeah, no, absolutely. When when you do, and it's just those periods when you don't. Um, have you ever got to the moment where you thought I I might actually have to pack this in? I, I'm you know I'm really too frustrated. Or I've said it. I think maybe three or four times. Be, I'm just starting my 24th year as a professional actor, so it's over half my life. So yeah. I'm doing. I was, you know, it's good that I've got this far, and I'm very pleased with that. And I have said it, and I don't. I haven't ever really got to the point where I'm seriously going to do something about it. Yeah. Because um, something has always come up, and something I believe probably always will come up. And I got the kind of face where I'm only likely to get more castable as I get older. I was never going to get. Juve leads when I left college it was always going to be the you know the character so-called uh, parts when I did um <laughs> I went on a television quiz show once and um which one oh the king of quiz shows only connect <laughs> 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 uh, 
and um, played two, lost two. Thank you very much. And we, um, <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. And we, uh, there was a little introduction bit where they go, "This is, you know, Owen Reese," and he's like, oh, "This is Phil." They got the name wrong. Oh, okay, bro, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and there was a little. I gave them a little rundown of parts that I'd played, and it include, included um, Boo Radley on one end and Cinder Radley's Gardener on the other. And then on Twitter, the people I made the mistake of seeing what people had said about our performance on the you know, It's so stupid. Yeah. What an idiot! <laughs> Some bloke had gone, "Oh, easy to see why Tute plays Boo Radley and not Romeo." <laughs> oh, wow. It's like wow, cheers, man. Thanks, mate. It's yeah. because I'm 40. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, I love. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, so I had that. You know, I've got a Boo Radley face. So that's fine. And um, so I, I'm hoping that it'll. You know, um, it should get easier. But have you found the older you get, more roles have come in? And I only ask because my wife is an actor as well, ah. and she got told that exact same thing at drama school. You, okay. you will get your roles older in life, and she was like, "Well, that's great, but what the hell am what I supposed to do in my twenties?" Yeah. Yeah. That, did, what did she do? Well, she's just trying to work. Okay. Done bits and bobs. Yeah. Still is. Yeah. But, um, yeah, did you find that came true for you then? Or, or is coming true? Well, I don't know because um, when yeah. I left college, I could, you know, when I was 21 and I only had obligations to myself and to find my own rent, I, yeah. could, I could do things where I'd go off and work for small scale touring companies, work 16 hours a day, drive the van, make the costumes share rooms in B&Bs yeah. put the set up do the show take the set down drive for two hours go to bed you know all that kind of thing for not very much money but get a lot of experience and have a great time along the way yeah. um, which I did for a few years Odd Socks Productions still going excellent if you <laughs> ever have the chance to see them go and see them and um, I can't do that now yeah. so I'd, do, I'd work with them, you know, I worked with them uh, two shows a year for a, for a few years, and then I did the same at the London Bubble Theatre Company, which again was great fun, and I didn't have to go on tour and was all those other uh, things about what, what benefits your life in the in the broader spectrum. But it, once I had, well, when I moved out of London and I moved down here, and it's now so it can be something of a challenge to get in to London because of the delightful Southern Rail yeah Southern Rail there you go Southern that's a shout out for you there I'll be our, our pod sponsor as well <laughs> oh, shocks are you going to beep uh, and um, so what, what I'm available to do has become an awful lot narrower and in fact when I moved out of town I had to I'd, I'd almost exclusively worked in theatre up until that point and you kind of always believe was even up until that point, I always thought that those the, the, the worlds of television and film and theatre all exist in the same in the same tent, and they really don't. Mm. So I then had to say, well, I'm not I can't go on tour anymore because I've got children. I don't want to go away. My wife works, yeah. and very lucky to have married someone with a you know a stable uh, job. So we I can be stay at home, and Monica can go and do the you know win the bread mm. um, but it does mean I then can't go go away on tour so of course when now all that then narrows down to what you can do is uh, television and film and you go well I, the, and you're starting again so now then you start you are starting again so unless you're extremely fortunate I think um, then you're doing parts that are you know desk sergeant and a third farmer or whatever 
I haven't played either of those roles. I want to. So if you're listening, <laughs> the dream role. Have you um, been in the bill just as a caveat? No, because like you, you go on IMDb. Yeah, especially missed, British actors. You look. Yeah. Or I actresses. didn't. I missed the bill. I they, didn't make the bill. Nearly everyone's been in the bill. Really? I've got a full yeah. hospital set though. I've got I have the old casualty. <laughs> casualty. Oh, okay, that's the next one. I was going to say because <laughs> if you feel all the casualty, it's one of the other. And doctors twice. Oh my goodness! Wow. So you know, yeah. got, oh, the, got, the, got the hospital, <laughs> the medical drama set. <laughs> Um, so Sorry, I don't yeah, know yeah, about yeah. I don't know about, <laughs> about roles getting more bounteous, yeah. um, uh, but um, and then of course that all then ties in with what your ambitions are. You say, well, I, I, I'm getting I've really had enough of doing those parts, and I've had enough of my CV filling up with parts that are just you know job description rather than a, a name of a person. I'd yeah. love to be able to bring something to that's a bit more than just the functionality of you know this giving this piece of paper to that guy in this scene so that it all makes sense further down the line yeah. um, but you have children who need shoes and so uh, I find that balance is quite is quite tricky and yeah. so when you get a meeting comes in for you know villager number one on the one hand you go oh but on the other hand, you go, oh, what's the money? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they ask you to do it if you're you know, fortunate, and then, and then you do it. So, and it's always great fun, but it does that thing of going, oh, well, I, want, I want that. And I think, I think actually that's the truth about acting, and it's probably the same in many other spheres, is that actually the, you can climb some... Well, the ladder's quite a spurious notion, I think, anyway. But it, wherever you are... You you have the same battles. You just they're just for the next. Yeah. They're just for the next thing. Yeah. So you, when you asked me in 1998 if I was if I'd be happy. 20 years later, um, making a almost making a living at playing parts like that. Don't know what I would have said. I probably said I'd be a bit disappointed with that. But at the same time, you know, I can sit here and say I am in my twenty-fourth year and I am yeah. still going, and people still seek me out for the jobs. And yeah. it's just it would be nice if they were, you know, mm. the bigger jobs. Yeah. But I, it's just something it's, we've touched on in other pods with um, about that, isn't it? About actually being happy with your lot in a way, yeah. giving yourself the victories yeah. of the fact yeah. that you are still working in this yeah. industry. You are, by virtue of that, you are successful. You, you, you're a success. Yeah. Because you're still doing it. Yeah. Work-life balance, though. What? Because my, from the, from being a husband to an actor. Mm-hmm. When you get older, do you, do you turn down certain roles because you want to do stuff with your life? Can you put your life on hold for roles, or do you actually think actually I need to be happy in my home life before I consider kind of certain jobs and stuff yeah. like you're saying about going around tour and stuff? Yeah. Um, I. Yeah, I've turned some. I've turned some things down because it's just not practical for us, and and to a great degree, uh, that uh, that doesn't even get as far as me. So I've spoken to my brilliant agents about that sort of thing, and they. know that what's going to be feasible yeah i say yeah i mean i'm i'd love to go and work at somewhere brilliant like the manchester royal exchange but i can't do it for somebody who's going to be in two scenes yeah. so you know if they want me to play you know iago or you know benedict yeah. then yeah you know, I'd, I'd go i'd bite their arm off and we'd make it work yeah but i'm not i can't really go just to do so that stuff all gets filtered out and then occasionally I get an email f- from Lisa saying, 
what do you think about this? And I say yes or I say no. But often it's just, it's all just until I say to her, I'm now ready to go back on the road. Mm-hmm. I, that stuff won't even she won't even put me up for it. Yeah, because it's important that when you're a creative, as, as we all are, to have that balance between happiness in your home life, yeah, happiness in your work life, but maybe not one thing taking over the other, and and just that balance keeps your life ticking along. That makes sense. Yeah. I think it's really hard to maintain. Yeah. I, I think I have days where I had where I don't give it a thought at all, but they're very few. Um, I'm often thinking I could do the. I, I want a meeting, and uh, sometimes obviously there are patches in life where it is, there is a financial necessity to that, but it's very rarely driven by that. Um, uh, it's uh, it's just about being active and about and i suppose it's about being wanted i think yeah uh, um yeah. that and, and an actor a friend of mine said that the um, a year or two ago we were talking about this kind of thing and he was saying that people always talk about how hard it is being an actor because you have the constant rejection and he said i don't think that that's the hard i said this to you before yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not about the rejection it's about being ignored and yeah. actually, 80, yeah. 85% of the time, you're just ignored. Yeah. Um, that's what's really hard. And I think I, if I were able to do a casting a week and be able to prep it for a few days before, and you know, in the evenings after I've got done everything I need to do with the kids and everything, and devote some kind of um, energy to that to, and some craft, take that into a room somewhere and say, this is how I do it, just the the very act of having done it and having been able to uh, offer something, while it's always very lovely to get the job and very dispiriting when you don't, there's just something about being still in yeah, yeah. in the game. Yeah, and if people are asking for you, and you and the, because people ask for you, you feel good about yourself because yeah. you feel like you actually you you are you do have things to offer and you you can do this after yeah. all. And it's those periods where it goes where where, where you don't hear anything. Like last year, I had I had a period of almost well, earlier this year. I had five weeks where I didn't have a casting at all. I didn't have a, didn't hear from my agent at all for five weeks. Which a lot of people think, you know, a lot of actors might think that's not a long time. And I certainly, you know, in my early twenties, I wouldn't have thought that was a long time. But now I feel like that's a that's a really yeah. that's a really long time. It's just even if it's you know they even if it's somebody's asked. Was, to see you for something and you can't do it because it's not practical or you've booked a holiday or you know you've got, uh, I've got other things that I need to do and it's not going to be good for our family just to just the very knowledge that someone has gone we'd like to see Dan for this yeah, yeah. and you go ah oh, yeah okay I'm still in the game still in the game I haven't yeah. been retired but you might you might just be the wrong person sometimes it might just be a, a few weeks where the right things aren't coming up for the sort but of I get what Dan's saying because I I get that with obviously with, with writing you send your manuscripts out and you don't hit anything at all because you've been no you put you know you're on the slush pile or whatever you are yeah. but I don't mind if I get an editor come back to me and say we, it's not for us yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but you know we we think you've done some good work here or we, or we don't think you did but at least they're acknowledging your yeah. existence and I think that I yeah. totally get what you're saying with the I think the ignoring is worse than the rejection in a way yeah because it's a sort of double rejection in some ways I suppose. well you don't even get the chance to well, be rejected no, and then often, and this is thankfully looks like this is um, being changed a bit, mainly thanks to the hashtag yes or no campaign being run by um, Danny Lee Winter. But there's also a culture where traditionally a lot of casting directors won't bother to tell you 
sorry, won't tell you mm. if you've got the job. Well, they'll tell you if you've got the job, but they won't tell yeah. you that you haven't. Yeah. And I and that I find that very difficult to deal with as well. I've got some of my closest friends who really haven't got the slightest trouble with it at all. They go, that's just the way it is. So that's, so there's no point expending any energy being upset or frustrated by this because that's just the way it is. So you just have to go into the room, do your thing, leave it in the room and go home. And then if they call you, they call you. And I think, yes, I wish I could do that, but I'm... I can't, and I've tried, and I'm rubbish. Mm-hmm. And actually, I think it's not... It, it, I think it would make a big difference. For, I'm not asking for feedback. I don't want people to say, well, you didn't get it because... Because yeah. I know there are a million reasons, and a lot of them might... You know, a, a vast majority of them aren't whether you're any good. Particularly in, you know, in recorded media, is, are you too tall? Do you look a bit too much like him? Or do you, we've got to cast somebody as your child, and that's the bigger part, so you have yeah. to fit them and not the other way around. You know, you, you understand mm. how it goes. So there's all those. That's fine. I don't need to know what that reason is, but it would be nice not to be sitting there four weeks later going, oh, I wonder if that part's yeah, gone. Yeah. Yeah. I'll look it up on IMDb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Someone else. Yeah. Someone else. Guy in front of me. Got yeah. it. Oh, yeah. So that's another. That's another facility to to be ignored and I, that, that I do think that I do think that is hard well, but I think you kind know, of common courtesy in a way isn't it just to be like told I know these yeah. are cutthroat industries that we're involved <laughs> yeah. with but you yeah. know what I mean like it's nice to bring back a little bit of courtesy to say look not yeah. this time but you know bear your mind for yeah. next time yeah or, or yeah or not even that well, yeah. you know just like thanks for coming in yeah. it's not not your it doesn't go on your way mm. you go okay I had yeah. that recently with a. I do journalism on the side to sort of keep myself pay the bills. I went on a press trip to Berlin for a shoe retailer, and um, I had to write a few articles off the back of it. And I sent them to the back to the guy from the agency. I never heard back, and he was like, um, "How are the articles going? When can I see the articles?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah I send them, send them back." I was like, "Are they okay?" A week passed, nothing. Followed up, "Are they okay?" Two weeks passed, nothing. Still not heard back, and it was about a month ago. Right. And I don't know if he hated them. Uh, or love them, or it's never going to work with me again. And yeah. all, all it needed was a thanks, Jim. Yeah, these are great. Yeah. Two word email. Uh, you blocked you on Twitter then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a sign. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but I guess when you got you know things like that, the only way to challenge it or it will change is if people do campaigns like that and say actually we need to to stand up to this or yeah. we want to change. And if you do kind of say well that's the way it is, then nothing's going to change. True, um, but. Uh, if it also, if you do say that's the way it is, then you, you have no interest in it changing because you're able to deal with it. So, it's, uh, so I'm extremely thankful to people like Danny for doing that because it's yeah, I, that I, great. It, yeah. Well, it, I think it's a very brave thing to do because you could quite easily, you know, put people's noses out of joint, and uh, ultimately these are the people who are going to be getting yeah, you in the room. Yeah, so, if you, yeah. um, so you know, hats off, fair play. I'm interested in that the, the being in the room thing. Obviously, we're talking about blank and going blank. But yeah. are, are there moments when you're in the room and it's not happening? Do you know quite quickly? Oh yeah. When you're uh, actually the, through the, sometimes you know, through a look, sometimes you can see like from a casting director or something. Yeah, I've I, I've definitely ha- experienced it. Um, fortunately, not very common, but uh, I have. You, can come out of a room going well I didn't there was no connection there they don't know they weren't into me and I didn't get very much back or, or you can come yeah, you can come out going well they really you know, yeah. they, oh, I've got that mm-hmm. I had one just before about a month ago oh, I've got that I've got that great 
no, 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 no. Oh, hang on, maybe I'll get, maybe I just, <laughs> oh, I don't know what I'm doing after all. But, um, yeah, I've had them, and particularly I've had them in uh, musical theatre auditions have been the most, my for, for me, my most frosty receptions have been in that, where they just, they know immediately I open my mouth mm. to sing. They go, and then, of course, they're very busy, and they're seeing, you know, tens and tens of people for every part, and so they've got, you know, so if they, you, you can see them switch off, and uh, you kind of just want them to at that point just to go. I think it would be just kinder just to go. It's all right. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for coming. But yeah, 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 yeah. But of course, that would be crushing as well. So of course, you can't. It's like you want, me, you want your cake and eat it, Dan. But um, yeah, uh, yeah. I've definitely seen it in the room where you just go. Yeah, they've cast this already. I bet you they they know who they want. They've yeah. 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 Just meet in the room. <laughs> they cast this while I was on my way, and they're just <laughs> seeing me because I've got the train. Yeah. Have you ever had blank moments in during a job, either on stage or oh, on God. set? Where yeah. You know, imagine like theatre work. Yeah. Um, being prompted is probably is that is that, I imagine that's quite hard. If yeah. You've only got like two lines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fortunately, I've not I've not blanked too heavily in uh, recorded things, but I have had a couple of ones in on stage, which have been a little bit. When we did the thirty nine steps, excuse me, um, on our first night, we were taking over. We were I don't know the eighth or ninth company to do that show, and of course, the people who are coming to see the show aren't aware of the fact that you're it's your first night. It's not like a regular show where it's all you know, first preview or press night or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so as far as they're concerned, you're going to be on it. And um, we were on it. I had a character, and I was playing Mrs. McGarrigal, who runs the little hotel where Hannah comes when he's on the run. And one of my <laughs> character choices about her was that she had this very intent gaze at people. And so I was doing that was that was my thing. And also a, a, a clappy thing. But it was it was that it was that thing. And on the, our first show, and Hannah and Pamela come rushing in, and I, I can't quite remember what bit of the scene it was, but there was a bit where I knew it was me, <laughs> and I'm standing looking at them like that, and they just think I'm just being Mrs. McGowan. <laughs> and uh, I I cannot convey that the fear is just not coming through my eyes well <laughs> enough. And that was. Um, so that was a that was a sweaty moment, and then again in the same show, uh, not the same show, but the, the run of the same production. About a hundred shows in, there was a character in that who's a very um, sort of puritanical uh, crofter who works in the Scottish Highlands and just tends his sheep and beats his wife. Actually, um, he beats her to death at one point. But um, he's got the, he he says grace over over this meal where Hannah and and his wife are making eyes at each other and he says this grace which is all like about the god of fire and brimstone and you know it's like it's really really hard i can't remember it now because it was four or five years ago but i'd done it i must have done it a hundred shows yeah and then it just this one show just went just dropped out and there you're standing in the middle of the stage trying to and i you work your way around it so I, you know, I talked for a while and chucked in <laughs> sections of the Lord's Prayer while they all sat there looking up stage and like, go, "What are you doing?" Ah, <laughs> oh, uh, just freestyling yeah, a little bit on this yeah. bit. But then, of course, every time it then came back to it, subsequently for about a week and a half, I, you, could get, you could hear it comes, here it comes, and you're panicking, you're panicking. Yeah, you know I've it heard also. that from other actors saying that yeah, when they they're back to that mark, 
it comes again and you're thinking because you can just see it coming you know and if you've done it a hundred times so actually you can kind of coast your way you could actually coast your way through it could do it on autopilot because your body and your sense memory and everything knows knows it all so so you can see it coming from half a page away you're doing all the rest of it and then of course you just convince yourself that you're going to forget it again and then you do forget it again And then you got your other two actors who have turned up stage just to see if you're going to. <laughs> and, um, Everyone's on. Uh, yeah, chewing, yeah. Chewing and it, nails, it yeah. did take a week and a half for me to get to get back to. Oh, it's okay. I do know this now. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, that pressure, that pressure, you put that extra pressure on yourself. Yeah, entirely. Even though you know you know it. Yeah. yeah. You're you're tripping yourself up. Yeah. No one else is doing it. No. Yeah. And I guess. Does it, so you don't think it doesn't happen too much on like on on film sets and things. That tends to not happen as much. Do you think? I think it. I think it. Not not to me particularly no. because I've not had anything that's been quite. Um, it's quite so uh, you know sustained and yeah and, sure and, yeah. and you know if you've got a take, takes not they're not long things particularly you know, a particular shot and it only it's only going to really matter on certain shots that. Um, so you're not when they're shooting over your shoulder for the other. I mean, that matter for the other actor, or because yeah, you know, yeah. you're going to affect you're going to be affecting it for them. But um, so no, I've not had anything quite quite like that uh, so far. Yeah, because I just think like some I just think, you know, some productions. Obviously, I know you've been in Game of Thrones. Like obviously, set a setup for a big scene, mm. especially if it's an external scene. If you like, if you fuck up your lines or. Mm. You know, well, but people reset. do. I mean, you see yeah. blooper reels all yeah, the time, yeah, don't yeah, you? Yeah. So well, it's, it's not infrequent. For the scene, is probably quite. What well, it can be, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I suppose uh, it depends what what it is, but yeah. It, could, <laughs> yeah. it could be. Yeah. yeah. But there must be scenes sometimes where it's just not happening. You know what I mean? Well, it's not someone forgetting their lines, but like, the energy's not there, maybe, or you're not hitting the marks, or the director's not feeling it. That, yeah. There must be a frustration there, or it's a blankness there. Maybe. Yeah, I'm, absolutely. I mean, I guess I guess that's where a good director earns their corn, isn't it? And they can... I mean, you don't get much rehearsal, in my experience, for, for telly and film. So um, I think that would that might make things a lot easier. I, th- I think if you've got a bit of time to actually rehearse it, like you would a theatre piece, and you mm-hmm. can go through it together and you find out where... The, but at the same time, I, d- I quite like the th- thing of, of not being sold on anything mm-hmm. either. I think that's one of the great th- aspects of... Of telly and film that I really enjoy is that is that you can just try stuff all the time and then let the editor and the director yeah, sure, sort yeah. it out afterwards. Yeah. Make their dis- make their choices. You go well, I, I, and then you can then you can afford to actually be live in the space with the other actor yeah. rather than going. This is how it's going to be. Yeah. And of course, that's the same for theatre. But I think um, there's something about theatre where it is there is definitely you know have a have a room that you need to fill or um you know or if you're outdoors it has to be even more uh, exaggerated or pronounced shall we say whereas you know if you've got a nice little two shot across the kitchen table and you can just play with that and you can just you can just be live together yeah then you can then you can try other stuff i guess if you don't, if you're not sparking with each other, then that can make for some pretty Have you had that? dull. I don't. I can't think of any. Such a professional. <laughs> yeah. No. I think wherever I go, there are sparks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like a sparkler. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to ask you about your about music because oh, yeah. I know you you're a keen whistler. Yeah. 
you got a, a whistle. You got you do some stuff on YouTube with your whistling. Yeah, is that has that been a, a from from a young age? Was that a, a whistling thing? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I'm mean, I just it was just my dad whistles, and so it was just it was just something that was in the house. And then I I I, I kind of the older I got the. Obviously, you know, six to eight hours a day for 40 years, you're going to get reasonably good at it. <laughs> and uh, I think um, the, the, I'd start encountering people who go, wow, that's actually quite an impressive whistle. And I go, well, can't, OK, thanks. <laughs> um, um, fondly, I always fondly imagine that everybody could do it. And it was, um, but then I, you know, I actually had a, some musician, a musician, friend of a friend of mine, once commented on it. So wow, you've got a really excellent ear. And I thought, oh, that's, that's nice to hear from a professional yeah. musician. So I thought, oh, maybe there is something a bit more to it than that. Maybe I have got something that's slightly out of the ordinary. And then I, when I started becoming conscious of it, I thought, well, it, I, it, it's a shame. It seems to be like a dying art. And I think there are plenty, there are still people who really can really do it. And there's there's a bit of a um, this is quite trendy in television commercials and radio commercials has been for a few years I think hasn't it where ukulele and whistling mm. are, the, are the and so there are people who are making money doing it and I want to be one of them <laughs> it's, it's quite hard it turns out to um, to, to get into that but I uh, is it something you go to your agent and say look forget the acting I'm, I'm going full time whistling yeah. I could do that she'd say work. off you go because <laughs> I don't deal with that and I go okay I'll start again again uh, but I don't, I don't know whether it's yeah it's not easy I, no. don't, I wouldn't think because there's not actually there's not relatively there's not very much call for it so I think there's two or three it's guys niche, who, but they do have a world championships and you've, have you thought about entering? I I have. You have uh, in my most ridiculous. No, in my, my, I thought about. Oh, you thought about <laughs> it. Okay. In my most ridiculous. Uh, what would you do? Where's it? Held well, I normally well? you have to do like a classical. It's like a. It's like a theatre audition. You have to do a right. classic and a modern. <laughs> Imagine if you, yeah, you go up and you just, just don't hear from them. You know, you get ignored. Yeah. That's it. I'll be all right. I am I'm familiar with this. Yeah. What would your pieces be for classic and, and modern? Do you have any sort of particular favourite things you like to whistle? It's quite, it's quite enjoyable whistling, isn't it? It's yeah, I enjoy it. Things. Yes. I, I, do, think, I, think, I think. I think. Well, I suppose we do. We do it when we're slightly in slightly better moods, perhaps. Maybe I'm wrong. You don't sort of see dour well, people no whistling. One, yeah. No one. No. Sad although, whistles. <laughs> although I think it's something quite. You can. It can be quite a haunting. I think it. It, it can be quite. <laughs> what like a funeral or something. Well, I, I've, well, I've been playing, as you said, as you correctly identified, I have <laughs> put some silly stuff on, on, out for the world to ignore on YouTube. And some of that has been a bit more kind of the low-key well, kind did, of... You did, sorry, going back to Game of Thrones, but you did the Game of Thrones theme tune, I, which is I did the quite game. melancholy. Yeah. Uh, and dramatic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I did, yeah, did some, some bits. Um, what was the original question? What would your pieces be? What would my pieces yeah. be? I don't know. I think probably you'd have to do some bark, right? Yeah, yeah. You have to do some of the, some of the, the, ar classics. the, the arpeggiated, yeah. you know, implied harmony stuff of bark would be quite impressive if you yeah. can. Can you that. do any of that stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> not, not now. Uh, no, I, I, I don't know what they'd be. I, don't, I genuinely don't know what they'd be. But I like, it's just, it's just I, I do enjoy it. And I think probably in those times in the down times from, from that's kind of what i was getting at really is it actually, actually something as an outlet 
Yeah, you're not uh, there have been periods where I've gone, right, I get the kids to school, I've yeah. got an idea, and this is what I'm going to do. I'm yeah. going to do this tune, and I'm going to orchestrate it in this way, and then I'm going to put it out there. And and so just to have created that uh, uh, is often fulfilling enough in, in itself. Do you perform on demand? For me, what, me, whistling? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, what's the money? <laughs> Well, our budget's quite small. We can we offer, you, offer you biscuits and water and a cup of tea, another cup of tea. But uh, uh, what, what were you thinking? Thomas? I don't know. It's, well, it was up to you to. to if you, I think. No, no, uh, I don't want to make you into some sort of performing. Mode, yeah, so. no, I'm not. I tell you what. How about you just go to Whistling Inferno <laughs> on YouTube and okay, uh, you can check it. Great, check it out. Yeah. We could drop some of that in the pod. We could. That's yeah. a good idea. We'll drop I could do your pod. theme tune. We yeah. haven't got one. Yeah, we haven't got one yet. No, we will. We will be having one soon. <laughs> there we are then. <laughs> um, is it important then in your line of work actually, like we're sort of talking about the whistling and stuff, but actually to have to have that to kind of take you out of the headspace of waiting for work sometimes or being in work, you know, it's a distraction almost maybe? I Yeah, definitely. I think because in the quieter periods when it can become for me at least it can become quite all-consuming and I think it's not a healthy place to be because it's you're constantly wanting something that isn't there and that's not that can't be healthy for anybody in any sphere in, yeah. in, in any way can it? it I think ambition is is one thing um, but I think you do have to have a you know yeah you also have to be in the world don't you you have to be and I know that um, people talk about mindfulness quite a lot these days but mm. I do think that it it can be I think it is actually a very important thing and I'm not very good at it yeah. but to be able to just ha- enjoy that day rather than to go, to go to bed that night and go well actually I did do some stuff today but if I'm honest with myself I, most of my uh, mind energy was spent wanting the phone to ring, wanting, worrying about why I'm not getting any castings, why, why am I not, you know, and I've had a chat with my mates who've just had, you know, this great news and they're going to be doing that or whatever it is. Mm. And why is this guy always getting the work and all that stuff? Yeah. It can, it, it, and that's not, that's not going to be healthy for anybody. Mm. Um, I think the occasional day you can probably get away with it, but it's not, it's not a good. And why would you want to? Why would you? I mean, then you get into the position after you know you put a few of those days together, and before yeah. you know it, there you are. You are eighty, yeah. and you are looking back, going, "Well, I had I had a nice day when I that day in that muddy field in Belfast doing Game of Thrones." Yeah. But apart from that, I felt like I was, you know, I, I felt ignored. I felt so. I I do feel like you do. You absolutely have to, and I absolutely have to get better at it. Just putting it. Putting it aside. It's okay to have a day off. It's, you know, it's okay to have a day where you're not thinking about work, where you're just doing your own thing. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think as creatives, as yeah. an actor, and we do, you don't you don't do nine to fives. No, you do, no, no, no. You, yeah. you rarely have weekends. My weekends are like a Tuesday now and then, if if, if it even happens. It's okay to have a day where you're just it's, existing. It's a good thing to be able to have, I think. And I, I was thinking we went on holiday because it was summer and. Um, I was thinking I I was I had a couple of jobs that I'd been in for had some meetings and I hadn't heard whether I'd got them or not and I got I got quite good at it I've got quite good at it but over 
over the course of 24 years, the number of times I've been away on holiday or, or Christmas has come round and I've had things that I've not heard about and they've become quite distracting to me. Um, just sort of the shadow over Yeah, yes. and this time I was quite good at actually not yeah. really worrying, not really thinking about them too much. But um, I can't remember where I, where I started that thought now. Oh, I was thinking about the about people who have a regular job. Yeah. Who can't believe their luck when their holiday comes round. Yeah. They go, oh, I've got two weeks in another country, or you know, camping. Or, 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 I was going to sit on the beach, or and I'm not going to have to think about. It any of that crap yeah, yeah. winner yeah. and I was thinking but that must be really lovely for that period yeah. but you don't want to be in a position <laughs> where you live for you know five o'clock Friday night yeah. and you're, you're two weeks in the summer yeah. um, because you've, you're in a job where you don't really know how you ever got there it's not what you ever saw you. so you know I think it's the, everybody has uh, the same uh, conflict yeah. One side turned of the, one side of the coin, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or, or the other. It'd be a marvelous thing to be a creative and to be solid enough in the in that world to be able to go on holiday for two weeks yeah. and not worry about switch it. off. Yeah, yeah. Um, or be able to afford to go on holiday for two weeks. Be, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'll be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yeah. But also, the, um, when things aren't going well. When you're having the blank days, mm. or the phone's not ringing, mm. or you're not getting the emails, um, all those days are part of the journey, aren't yeah. they? That's the thing. And on other podcasts, we've talked about happiness and trying to be happy with what you've got and however it's going. But all that, and you keep talking about being 80 and looking back, all that stuff is part of the journey. So even the unhappy days and the blank days, yeah. the things aren't working, they're part of your life and your process that's taking you to whatever point is next. Absolutely. But I think it's why it's important to be able to live in those days. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Rather than for them to be just, you know, you look back and there they are, you top them all up and there's a big column of wasted time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Where I just made myself miserable. Yeah. I can't remember what it was where I read this, but somebody said it to, or somebody said it to me, but it was a brilliant, brilliant thing and I, I, I need to make it more uh, of my, to the fore of my consciousness uh, on a daily basis. But you don't need, what is it? You don't need to make yourself happy. You just need to stop making yourself miserable. Yeah. And I think that is massive and, and utterly brilliant. I think if you can just, the, okay, so no one's, you haven't got any castings, you haven't had any castings for five weeks, but what you have done yeah. is, wow, yeah. this stuff, that stuff, well, you know, and 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 lived a life and um, fulfilled your whatever needs you had, however however you however best you've done that with but whomever that you've done it is very hard when you <laughs> obviously <laughs> as we all know yeah, yeah. Um, when you are your job you are your brand as it were you are everything and so it's not like you're working for a company where things aren't going well at the company but you're just you know maybe it's not all on you but. Yeah. When you're the person that's being ignored mm. and you want to be wanted by people, it's really hard to, to switch that off because it's, it's you. Yeah. 100% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's very hard. And when I've got it figured out, <laughs> I'll come back. Please yeah. let us know. Yeah. And this podcast will take off <laughs> the secrets of life and happiness. We, we've been finishing the podcast with asking our guests um, for some 
basically give some advice to other people that might yeah. be going through yeah a blank okay. time yeah was there any is there any words of wisdom that you can think of well i only um for actors i can i say that you have to believe that um something will turn up because it does or you can equally validly say i can't live like this and go and find something else that will stop making your making yourself miserable um but it i would gladly welcome any advice anybody can give me i i i envy the i envy people who can think clearly about that sort of stuff yeah. because i i think if if you can cl think clearly about it then it must be easier to you know to find your way through it because i think it's just it's, it's such a it's such a mess of conflicted thoughts and, and and emotions and i understand on an intellectual level what i need to do mm. in order not to let that dictate my all day every dayness but it's it's about being able being able to do it and um uh, so I, I i do envy people who can go oh i just do that they go okay. I'll just do. I'll just do that. <laughs> no, it's not. It's no. Very rarely seems to be that simple. If I can just bring, if I can bring the, the, air of uh, of enjoyment and satisfaction and self worth, for when I'm working into the times when I'm not, yeah. then yeah. it'd be better for everybody around me apart from anything else. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I, you know, uh, so that's what. But, uh, advice? No, no. I welcome it. I can't give any. <laughs> well, we're always learning, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. People. So, what's up next for you? Then? What's what's uh, work-wise? I have nothing in the book. No. So, um, I think. Is there anything you finished? Uh, one of the things that I was waiting to hear about on holiday, I know I didn't get the other one. I haven't heard, so I'm assuming I haven't got that. Um, and so it'll just be. August is generally pretty quiet, so uh, um, you know the autumn is upon us so hopefully the meetings will start coming in i'm going to be well i have to be very careful i've learned the hard way about saying <laughs> i'm in this yeah yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah it doesn't yeah. always work yeah, out that way floor, yeah. um but i worked on the bbc les miserables six-part series which oh, will be out fantastic. in january Amazing. so um i did a bit of work on that so you might find me in and amongst the barricades for a couple of episodes um, and you were in. Um, I know Defastani came out a while ago, but yeah. that, that was. I've, I've recently watched it. It's fantastic. I don't know if you've seen it, Jim. But um, yeah, yeah, that was a great. I saw you crop up in that. Yeah, did my little bit yeah. in that. Yeah, no, that was lovely. It was yeah, great to be a part of. That. And what a great, a great, yeah, great film. cast. And yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, and Ewan Uchi. Yeah, yeah, legend. It was yeah. fun to work with. He was great. I mean, he was. I, I did two days, and uh, so part part parts of two days, and. Um, so I didn't see him very much, but he was very, uh, he was brilliant. You know, he's brilliant, isn't he? Yeah, he is brilliant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's, one of those guys, he's one of those guys that seems to me to have a very clear uh, way of seeing stuff mm. and, then, and, and a way of being able to then make something out of that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was you know, great to have just been in, in that. But with that comes a self-confidence, doesn't it? Self-confidence in how you see the world. And how you see things, and maybe it, yeah, it feeds it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is difficult, isn't it? Yeah, and we all struggle with that. Yeah. Is there anything that you want to work on in the future? 
anything well, there's you, lots of like stuff that I'd love to do, but I think, like I touched on earlier, that, that you know, I, I just want to be ticking over and and, uh, and working and being able to contribute to our you know, family's pot mm-hmm. um, for the moment, and then we'll see how you know where I am when those necessities are less you know necessary, <laughs> and uh, I, and then I'll get back to you. But I. I I think my ambitions. I'd, I'd like to be doing fewer roles that are job descriptions. Yeah. Now that would, but equally, well, not, possibly not quite equally. I would like just to keep working. We'll just keep working. Yeah. Good stuff. Fantastic. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for oh, having me. Oh man, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I actually better go and get my daughter yeah, from course. school. Sorry, but yeah. No, no, no. But that's thanks been great. That was no, great thanks. Yeah, that's, that's been fascinating. No, Thank you very really much. Really good. Really it's good, so, so funny as well because we had Warren earlier. How many things you talk about in your line of work is applicable to stuff we do as well? Yeah. Like it's all. It's very similar. Yeah. Same concerns. Same worries. Yeah. It's all. Yeah, because he's a screenwriter and he's directed a few little mini films, miniature stuff, hasn't he? Sort of yeah. little independence and yeah, sort of very much yeah, very similar kind but of. But same thing out. he said about. If you're in work, you know, and you're ticking along, you are a success. You, yeah. You're doing great, mm-hmm. and it, it's been happy with that. Yeah, yeah. I'm already getting that. We because we, we started this pod because we're you know obviously two creatives as well, trying to do our own bits and bobs. I'm already feeling sort of more happy about myself. Well, I think it's brilliant that you've got this going. I could, from when you but I can't remember when it was you first yeah, it was talked a while ago. spoke yeah, to me yeah, about. Yeah. It. What you say is a while ago, but I say it was. That's my point. Was that it was n- was not, not very long ago at no. all. And having gone from, would you be interested in doing that if we were to do it? And I said yes. And then within two weeks, you said, "What about the seventh of September?" And I think, eh, brilliant, brilliant, well done. No, seriously though, He's very because good at that. you're going very bang. Good. Let's make that happen. I just go, yeah. wouldn't it be nice if? And then I don't. I've got to go get yeah. it. <laughs> it's really lovely. Really Thanks to see you, man. Thank Great you so much you. for your time. Thanks so much. For coming do you want a biscuit really for the vote? Yeah. Thanks very much. was Daniel Chute. It was indeed. It was. Sorry, there was a big gap there, wasn't there? Well, because you were just processing what we Yeah, it was. To. Well, I was, do you know what? I was just making sure I got the name right. right. <laughs> it's not that difficult. After having a go at me in but, part one. But to be fair, we did discuss it at length on the podcast. So, yeah. yeah. So, that, yeah, Daniel Chute, who was a brilliant podcast, telling us all about the sort of highs and lows of being a jobbing actor. Yeah. Um, and those moments where, you know, you're being ignored yeah. by people you know the auditions where they don't get back to you and all that kind of stuff which yeah. is you know it must be very difficult yeah. you know you just, sometimes you just want to be told yes or no exactly is, well know. we're none of us like being ignored in, in any no. areas of life really and that can relate to relationships and, and all sorts really so um, yeah thank you Dan for your, your openness it was, it was yeah. fascinating and again one of our earlier pods yeah and um, it was really really enjoyable not just to meet him he was a great guy, yeah. Uh, but to talk about his his work and his career, so uh, thank you very much, Dan, for joining us on the pod. Yeah, we really we, appreciate we do. it. We really appreciate um, so if you're enjoying the pod, please get in contact with us on our social medias. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Blank Pod. I'm just going to do it myself this okay, time. Okay, going to roll into it. Yeah. Or you can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or if you want to send us a more lengthy email, um, or tell us a bit more about yourself, 
Yeah. Your height, your weight. <laughs> <laughs> Send us a photo. No. Your black moments. If you, if, yeah, if if you've you got any wrong. black moments and you want to share them with us, we'd love to hear from you. And you can. Where can you do that? Oh, to? I thought you were going to do that as well. No, no, no. Oh, no. It is. the roles have been reversed this time. Yeah. Um, hello at theblankpodcast.com. Well done. Look, straight away. Straight away. Just... That's what I'm good at, remembering the emails. Professional, the only thing I can professional. do. Um, we're back again next week with... Oh, please rate us and subscribe. Oh, yeah, please do, yeah. Rate and subscribe. Rate, subscribe. rate and subscribe. <laughs> uh, please do that. We'd really we might start putting it. subliminal messages in the uh, yeah in the actual show. So yeah, thanks for listening to the Bank Pod. We really appreciate you listening to this pod. And, and all the feedback, we really love listening to every message that people send us. Um, because we like hearing that you're enjoying the pod. Um, and that it's even maybe helpful as well. Yeah, thank um, you. So next week we've got another guest not next Wednesday, so keep an eye out for that wherever you get your podcast. But in the meantime, in the meantime, have a good week, Giles. And you. Hey. And everybody. Yeah. And we'll see you again soon. On Jay the- Springer wasn't at the end. <laughs> Took <laughs> care like of that. each other. The best bit of the show. <laughs> uh, have a great week, and we'll see you again soon on the Blank Podcast. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is a Glass Box Media Podcast.